Welcome to the Total Car Score podcast, bringing you the world of cars from inside the car. And now your hosts, Carl Brower, Lauren Fix, and Javier Mota. Well, here we are again uh, over the phone or over the computer or whatever it is, because we're not together yet. Very soon we will be. But anyway, so in this episode, we're going to talk about like if we are still in the land of the free and uh, we're going to start with car. Well, let's say hello to Lauren first. How are you, Lauren? I'm good. How are you? How's everybody doing? Hopefully well. Everything good. Yeah. Very warm here in Florida, obviously, but uh, no complaints about that. But I think Carl has a lot of complaints about California, right? There were a couple of headlines that uh, I'm sure you didn't like a lot. Yeah, uh, it's kind of a mess, but, uh, it, you know, not, not nothing that we don't expect anymore in this state. But the latest uh, is basically the fact that you're going to test your car like they do for emissions every two years. But now, in addition to testing for emissions, they're going to be uh, testing for different tune from the factory. And if you've got what is a alteration from the factory tune, even if your car is no noisier than legally uh, supposed to be, and even if it's not putting out more emissions than it's supposed to, you're in trouble and you have to like re retune it back to factory specs. And, you know, that's really unfortunate because for a long time you've been able to modify your car. And if you didn't change the pollution uh, levels and you got it carb certified, you could literally get the, th the parts, the aftermarket parts, carbed you know or, or certified for carb which is california air resources board um as long as they approved it you could have it on your car and so you could have better performance and the state was fully aware of it and was okay but so now when are you moving like, out of california carl <laughs> <laughs> well you know there's there's as as is so often the case with this kind of stuff it's it it never punishes the well off as badly as it punishes like the middle class and the lower uh the lower uh, you know economic uh uh, stratospheres. Those are the ones who always suffer in this kind of in interference. In this case, my rule has been, well, you just buy a car that's so fast from the factory, you don't got to modify it. See, so I've got a Ford GT and a Dodge Demon. Why modify them? They're already really fast. But there's a that's lot of people true. out there who can't afford Dodge Demons and Ford GTs. They're trying to have fun with their cars that are priced for normal people, not freaks like me. And now the state won't let them have fun. So it's really depressing. Well, also, if you get an older car, like you've got an older car, you can't afford a newer car, and maybe you just put a, a cheap exhaust on it, you know, just to, or whatever the car was, how you bought it. You're not going to change it. You can't afford to change it. Now you're telling those yeah. people that they can't drive their cars. They're the ones that are going to get hurt the worst. If you and I yep. get told, hey, listen, Carl, you, that tune you did, not going to work. You, we take it off or yeah. we do something yeah. else. Or we or we drive one of our other cars because we've probably got right. more than one car. But this is yeah. their sole right. transportation. That, not everybody's in that position. Yeah. And Typical I, I, government just, interference. Exactly. And I'm just wondering who's going to do all the research and all the, 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 the legislation on this, because, I mean, there are, there are so many different cars, I mean, new and old. And, like, who's going to – I mean, it, it seems like a good uh, headline, I mean, in a bad way, I guess. But I don't – can they really implement this? Well, that's always the, <laughs> the other mm -hmm. big question, right? When the government decides to do a big uh, – a big takeover and a big step in they rarely themselves think through all the things yeah. they're going to have to do to execute on what they're trying to do and it's half the time these things fall apart uh and don't work anyways but we'll see well we get the yeah, same I, problem in new york they're going to start eliminating people another big state we tend to be stupidly following california 
here in New York State, they're seeing the same thing. The, this exhaust, you can't have aftermarket exhaust. You can't have aftermarket parts. They tried to pass that. And I don't think that the officials realize that the automotive industry as a whole, the SEMA show if we've talked to and we've all been to, and automotive aftermarket in general, is a $62 billion industry. Mm-hmm. If you're going to take down all of the automotive aftermarket parts, all the collector cars and everything, and tell us that we can't drive them, you're going to impact the economy in such a negative way, it would be dramatic. And the interesting thing why I think it won't go through is when you're talking about, oh, we're going to remove all old cars and old car parts, which is not going to happen, because people that own those old Ferraris, the things that we see sell at auction for $34 million, they have power. Money is power at that level. Exactly. And they have enough power to tell someone, you want to get reelected? Here's how the deal goes. And watch how quickly it disappears and they don't vote for it. True. Yeah, this one seems to be like maybe another one that they're trying to create a, never, a different uh, revenue stream. And like eventually they're going to say, okay, we're going to say that you cannot do this or that in your car, but maybe if you pay a $50 fine, we'll allow you to do something like that. And, and probably that's what's going to happen, no? Right, which once again, who's that hurt the most? The person who exactly. can easily afford the $50 or the person who can't afford the $50? But, you know, these, these these government's always looking out for the small guy. They're always there to represent the person who most needs help, right? Right. Right. And they say exactly. they work for the people, but not really. <laughs> That's so problem. And, and the same thing is true with a lot of other these silly rules that are just poorly thought out. And it always frustrates me how it impacts the average Joe, the average guy who's just trying to you know, put food on the table. Maybe he's not into cars. Maybe they're not into cars. But the fact is, if you can't have transportation, they think you, they can just go out and buy a new electric car, even with an incentive. It does not work that way. Well, Lauren, you already have one foot in Florida because you got a place in Amelia Island. Oh, yes, so, I do. If I have to, here, I'll register cars down there. Exactly. Here in Florida, we don't have any emission testing, which is kind of surprising, like ever. I mean, they they eliminated that like 15 years ago. I mean, no, you don't have to test your cars every year for emissions. And we don't have front license plates either. So, so I like, like it even better. And, and and it seems like there's a big influx of people going to Florida. Not that these are related, I'm saying. I'm just, just noting, you know, an observation. Yeah, yeah we're just giving you uh, ideas, Carl. Maybe it's time for you to come down here. Yeah, I know. Making it look more attractive all the time. So, Lauren, another, another headline that caught uh, our attention this week was New Mexico Supreme Court rules that gas stations can be liable for DUIs. And that, like, spreads a whole uh, field of other people who could be liable if someone gets drunk and get behind the wheel. <laughs> that makes no sense to me whatsoever. I mean, that's like saying you were in a car accident, blame the car. No, you blame the driver. I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. But then again, government in their weird ways, somebody passed this. There's a lot of people that are anti-car and that's fine. You don't have to drive a car. You can do whatever it is you want to do. But for most of us, there is no mass transit. And they never think about that. They figure, too bad for you. And that that's the big problem. Um, well, when was, the, when was the last time any of you dealt with a gas station employee? Okay? I go to gas <laughs> stations all the time. And yeah, I, you're right. I, I haven't interacted with a human. There's no way they would have known whether I was drunk or not because I was nowhere near them. I went, pulled up to the pump, right. got out my credit card, filled up, and left. And if I was, you know, uh, falling down drunk, no human at the gas station would have probably even noticed because they they never saw me. So yeah, how, but in this case, as opposed to, 
Yeah, but in this case, as opposed to the other uh, the other thing in California that we we're talking about, they're not going for the gas station. They're probably going for Shell, for Mobile, for BP, like the, the companies maybe. I mean, because they have the deep, deep pockets, no? I guess. I don't know. It just it doesn't seem like that's going to hold up very well. I don't know how you yeah. tell, you know, so all, all you need is one case where the they're trying to sue one of these. And yeah, those guys have deep pockets and they're going to rally a legal team and they're going to get them in front of a jury of 12 and say, yeah, this individual drove up to a gas station in eight minutes, put gas in, drove away the operator inside and the, the shell employee never even saw them. And then they crashed. So I don't know. I'm not, and you're trying to blame the shell employee. Go ahead and yeah. see how that flies with the average human. So, you know, it's funny. Lauren, it's funny. For- we're saying, I'm just gonna, I was just going to say, it sort of goes along with the, the firearms story that we're all hearing that you blame the gun manufacturer that it killed somebody. Well, many people have firearms. They don't use them if they feel that they're, you know, they don't want to hurt someone. But it makes no sense that you blame the manufacturer. You can make a rocket. You can make anything. You can't blame the manufacturer. They have their, they have liability for different reasons, but you can't put this all on companies. You can't put this all on gas stations. You can't put this on main, on any of the, it's, it's again, this wild ideas that come from government. And I keep saying, you know, we may all be talking about it, but if you're really upset about it and you're hearing us talking, find out who your local representative is, write them a letter, call them, leave messages. They'll get the message because they want to get reelected. I'm just waiting to, for someone to sue Cuisinart when someone gets stabbed. You know, so. <laughs> no, the other the other stupid thing is like uh, just thinking about it. Like, how can you blame the gas station for a DUI since it's uh, illegal to open any alcoholic beverage while you are in in your car? And like, the gas station is not like a bar where you can start drinking it there, right? So you, in the gas station, you buy it, you put it in your car, close still. And then you open it when you get whatever, but it doesn't really make sense. I mean, it's well, like it's also illegal to operate a car under the influence of alcohol. So no, whether you, yeah. so you're not you, you're not at fault though anymore. It's it's everybody else. It's the typical thing, isn't it these days? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So Lauren, this one is for you. I'm thinking you're gonna love it. Global EV battery industry will be sold out by 2025. So no more electric cars by 2025? Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, the big problem they're having right now is the rare earth minerals. And China knows that there's a huge supply and demand. Uh, and it's very interesting to watch, you know, everybody's scampering to get access to these rare earth minerals. And a perfect example is we used to have a lithium mine here in the US and we shut it down because it was unsafe for the environment. Well, somebody bought it and they're trying to open it up. And the first thing they said is, we're not going to let you. So the government, U.S. government will not let you open up a lithium mine. That's fine. It affects the environment, affects the people in the area. So they're all fighting over this. They're going to say there's not enough minerals. And that, you know, this is this is this weird process that people are thinking that the global EV battery industry is going to be completely sold off by 2025 is the weirdest speculation from someone who has no grasp on the automotive industry and the fact that they all think everyone's going to own 100% electric, it's not going to happen. Because I don't, oh, I'm not is, buying one. <laughs> this is a report for Mancot America Global Research. I mean, fancy title, but I don't know how, how much they know really about the topic. But anyway. Well, that's probably uh, part well, of the problem. I always like the, it is funny when you think about it, right? I mean, it's all an accepted term, right? Rare earth minerals. Hey, I know. Let's change 
the primary form of personal transportation to be dependent on rare earth rare. minerals. How about that? <laughs> wow. that and China, and China too. You know, we got China's holding us up on the chips or holding us up on rare earth minerals. China's running the show and now we're beholden to them. So uh, enjoy the show because yeah. they, they, if they can, they'll control every aspect of our lives if we let them. Yeah, but the good the, the good news about this also happening this week or in recent days at least is like all these billionaires going to stay. They have big plans to go mining the universe for this rare material. So oh they're going to bring them back and make all the materials that's, necessary that's right. for the electric e- cars. Elon and Richard Branson and uh, <laughs> Jeff Bezos, they'll just fly out to the asteroid belt and come back with all that. Uh, I you think know, they should just go and... out there and stay out there. They can make their own planet. They can they can be mad scientists. They can be the wealthiest people on Mars, Neptune, Jupiter, Saturn. Pick a planet. That's fine. Goodbye. <laughs> Take some others with you. I mean, yeah. it was funny how many negative comments all those guys are getting because of this. And uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I don't really care if they have the money and they even do it. Yeah. I do it. I mean, they probably when the bro the, the Wright brothers flew their plane for the first time. Maybe back then some people also thought, oh, these stupid rich people trying to do stupid experiments like flying. Yeah, well, I, I agreed. And, I, and I'm a, a sci-fi buff and Star, Star Trek and Star Wars fan. So the closer we can get ourselves to space, the more interested I am in it. So I don't really care about that. Yeah. But uh, I don't especially if, I, I, especially if I'm not paying it. for it, I'm even more yeah, happy I if I'm it. not paying for, paying for it directly. Um, well, some Jeff, say, Jeff well, you, Bezos... Jeff Bezos said you're paying for it, Carl. How yeah. many times have you ordered from Amazon? <laughs> exactly. I am paying for it. Uh, good it's point. Like... That's a good point. But you know what? I give the guy credit. Whether he and all the rest of the three of them are, you know, Branson, Musk, and Bezos are, are like savants or, or they're like evil scientists or like bad characters in a James Bond movie. But either way, the fact is they created businesses that made money. That's that's yeah. awesome. And everyone who says anything negative is either jealous or can't understand that. If you come up with this idea, you figure out how to get the funding, whatever business it is, and you make a success for yourself, good good for you. That's, exactly. that's That should be made motivating to people to say, you know what, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to do something. And if they want to spend their personal money on going to another planet, better them than spending NASA's money because it they'll, they can make all the money they want. It's fine not with only, me. They're, they're spending not only it. they created business that, that made a lot of money, they made everybody's life better. I mean, if you think about it, like ordering online, like getting things, like uh, everything that they Except have Except for created. Elon Musk. Well, <laughs> what, what has he done to make your life better? Not much. The Cybertruck. The Cybertruck. Think about all the jobs never about see. It. It's never coming. Oh. By the time the Cybertruck comes out, we'll have the Lightning F-150. We're going to have the Hummer. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have Rivian R1T, which is, they had the uh, the, the SUV take the take uh, Bezos from his from the building to the launch yeah. pad. That was cool. Course, think the, about the, how the much anchors material. anchors on TV had no idea what it is. They go, geez, what is that? It must be some GM product. I'm like, oh, my God. You know? <laughs> but think about how much material uh, the Cybertruck has given for memes or like jokes or like things to jokes, attack. Sure. Or yeah. yeah, don't throw any, don't throw any balls at the Cybertruck. We know that. It yeah, exactly. So, 
So that has made people happy, some people at least. So I think that you have to give them credit for that too. That's true. <laughs> There's okay. an entertainment value. There is no denying the entertainment value of Elon Musk. Exactly. So now we're in the topic of electric trucks. GMC announced that, yeah, they're going to have a third um a third electric pickup truck. I mean, how many do we need? I mean, like they're like how so many, many are they I mean, selling? Well, <laughs> none because none of them are in production either. Uh, uh, just right. like the Rivian must must be. I think they said in September will be the first delivers. Like there's none on the market yet, but like the announcements are. I don't know, like ten, twelve cars. I don't. How many? Can well, you they, they better the they better get them to market quickly before we run out of batteries, right? So <laughs> or run out of chips. We're having a micro a microchip shortage. Remember. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. And that's it's gotten kind of really funny. out of hand. That's what's so funny. All these EVs, everyone's going, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Honda's delivering cars with one key fob. The other one's coming. GM's delivering vehicles <laughs> with no wireless charging. Thank God, no start-stop technology, which I hate. But they're starting to, you know, you're starting to see people move things around and eliminate things. They were trying to get the dealers to take delivery of their their vehicles and then finish the vehicle. I'm thinking, yeah, are they going to pay floor planning, which is financing on these or what? That's it's craziness. It's, it's, we live it's, in a it's crazy not world. like we haven't heard this before. I mean, it's just now applied to new cars, right? Some assembly required. What's the big deal? Uh, okay. Like Christmas morning. <laughs> oh, for my Kia. the bicycle or the dollhouse, right? Yeah, got it. <laughs> oh, there you go. Another headline. Ikea is going to make a car that you're going to finish building yourself at home when you get it. <laughs> right. Oh my, when all the parts fun. come in. i do that. that could, I could do that. That would work. Oh, we have the California would be illegal because oh. if you answer yeah. the car from hey, the factory. Is that a factory gonna... chip? <laughs> I don't think that's a factory chip. Uh, There's no oh upgrade. There's no good, better, best. <laughs> oh, we came we came full circle with all these stupid headlines in the automotive industry. So I think it was it a good It just tells out. you how crazy the world we're living in is upside down. This whole year has been upside down. Well, two um, years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least we're still standing and healthy and like we can do this and have fun. Uh, so it, it's, it's all is good, I think. Yeah, I think we're living in a pretty crazy world and something we can all tell our children, grandchildren and friends 10 years from now. I go, yeah, I lived through that. I hope so. Yeah, remember 2020 when these and oh no, I don't want to remember that. <laughs> I don't want to remember it. No, it was a really rough year for everybody. I don't I don't know anyone that said it was awesome. There probably yeah, wasn't I anybody. See. Well, it was for Jeff Bezos. All Instacart and all that. Yeah, that's true. He did okay. Well, anyway, we hope that uh, next week is going to be uh, better than this one, I guess, in, in terms of headlines. So thank you guys for your time. Uh, it was fun. It's always, always fun. Is. Always thank you. The industry is never boring. That's, a, that's the one upside. That's for sure. No kidding. Exactly. Okay, guys. Talk to you next week. <laughs> Talk to you All soon. Right. Bye-bye. Take care, guys. Thank you for listening. For more, check us out online at TotalCarscore.com.